morning all, lovely to see you. So once again this morning I'm going to be using morning prayer which, uh, sorry, morning prayer from Common Prayer which is accessible at commonprayer.net and again I'll be taking the reading from the lectionary for today and that's uh, St Luke chapter 1 verses 1 to 25. O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you, as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be for ever. Amen. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. God, Grant me courage, that I may plant the seeds of peace. And this morning's psalm is Psalm 120, verses 1 to 3 and 6 to 7. When I was in trouble, I called to the Lord. I called to the Lord, and he answered me. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips and from the deceitful tongue. What shall be done to you, and what more besides, O you deceitful tongue? Too long have, have I had to live among the enemies of peace. I am on the side of peace, but when I speak of it, they are for war. God, grant me courage, that I may plant the seeds of peace. And so this morning's reading, Luke chapter 1, verses 1 to 25, and I'll be reading from the NIV this morning. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good also to me to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the, laws, the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well on in years. Once when Zachariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, 
standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked of the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well on in years. The angel answered, I am Gabriel, I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news, and now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favour and taken away my disgrace among the people. <sighs> That's such a well-known passage, isn't it? The announcement of the birth of John and, and what he would do. Um, but for this morning, I, I wanted to think a little bit about uh, Zachariah and Elizabeth and the task God had for them to do. And as I read it just last night, thinking about this morning, uh, my mind flew immediately to Mary and her visit from an angel. Do you recall? It's in the second part of the chapter, the first chapter of Luke. When the angel said to Mary, nothing is impossible with God. I think that's really the thing that strikes me about this morning. Nothing is impossible with God. Because when we think about Zachariah and Mary, um, they both led really good lives in the gospel. They were both descended from Aaron. Zachariah was a priest and he served at times in the temple. But there was that, I suppose, stain on their record. The shame. No children. 
in first century society, um, that would have been a stain. And I wonder how many prayers they'd offered to the Lord. How many times had they asked why? Why did they not have a child? And we're told a couple of times in the passage they were both well on in years. They were past the age of childbearing. For how long had they put up with the whispered comments from people? The hints that actually God disapproves of them. That's what Elizabeth says at the end, isn't it? The Lord has done this for me. In these days, he has shown his favour and taken away my disgrace. So a miracle about to happen. But you know, it's not an isolated example of a miracle like this, is it? Well, think back to Abraham and Sarah. Elkanah and Hannah. Mary, to name just a few. And the child of Zachariah and Elizabeth had this really big part to play in God's plan for salvation. But coming back to where I started from, Zachariah and Elizabeth were, I suppose, just ordinary people going about their normal life, serving the Lord, faithful to the Lord, performing their normal duties and tasks when suddenly God intervenes with a task for them. How would we respond to that? When our world gets turned upside down and God says, I have something for you to do. Because it's true, isn't it, that so often God furthers his purposes in unexpected ways. So often it's through ordinary people. People like Zachariah and Elizabeth. People like us here today. Nothing is impossible with God. And I guess that uh, Zachariah and Elizabeth do set us a wonderful pattern, don't they? They prayed. They brought their questions to God. Something for us to think about, isn't it? Perhaps the power of prayer and the persistence of prayer. And I find that really encouraging. Do you this morning? God, grant me courage that I may plant seeds of peace. Contemporary Christian activist Jim Wallace has said, people who believe in war leave all behind, prepared to die. What price are we prepared to pay to be a people who, live in, who believe in peace? Those who keep faith to the end 
will know their weakness the best. God, grant me the courage. Help me that I may plant seeds of peace. So shall we come to our time of prayers and offer our intercessions to the Lord this morning? And as normal, if you want to type anything into the comments, the uh, prayers that are on your mind, in your heart this morning. So let us pray. So Lord, we bring our prayers to you this morning. We thank you for the start of this day and for what the week will bring us. We pray that uh, you will walk with us, that we'll draw peace and strength from you. And Lord, yes, teach us to pray. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for our government as it continues to, to seek the best way forward to, to deal with this current situation with the coronavirus. And we give thanks that uh, our Prime Minister has been restored to health and that can, he can now start to play a fuller role. in managing the, uh, the conditions under which we're all living. We do pray, Lord, for people to be patient, to accept the conditions that are uh, with us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we do thank you that we have been blessed with, with good weather so far that's helped to ease perhaps the uh, that feeling of being in lockdown. And pray for the continued progress of testing to, to try and find a vaccine. We pray for our workers in the NHS. Those who are on the front line. Treating those who have fallen ill. Lord. In your mercy, hear our prayer. And for Karen, Jerry, Kirsten, Nicola and Matthew, as they support each other at this really challenging time. Lord. And for families who can't be together, for grandparents who can't pick up the grandchildren and give them a cuddle. For people who, who wave through windows. For the increase in uh, people willing to say hello when we're out walking. those who are anxious and worried at this time. Lord, in your mercy, 
hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for our church here in Therac, St Thomas's and all that it stands for. We pray for your blessing and encouragement for Ali and for Kat and for Bob as they lead us. For these new ways of gathering, the fact that in our separatedness we are together. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray that this current situation will lead to a changed society, Lord. That more caring and loving society. Where people think not about themselves so much as about others. We pray for our families too, Lord. Having to juggle so many different pressures. The pressure of work for parents, the pressure of homeschooling for children. We pray for those who work at schools, Lord. Not just teachers, teachers who set the lessons, but all the support staff who are in schools helping to supervise the children of key workers. Pray that you'll keep them safe, Lord, until this current situation is ended. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so let's say the Lord's Prayer together. And as ever, I'll be using the traditional form. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We profess to be people of peace, Lord, but keep us from the temptation to proclaim peace when there is no peace. Show us today where peace is most needed in our community and in our world. Show us which of us must plant the seeds of peace, which of us must water them, and which of us must yet become gardeners of your peace. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm, May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors.
So thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, we do wish you a good day. Take care and stay safe.